Today's episode of the Hip Hop Rejects is brought to you by Gamefly. Sign up for a premium free 30-day trial specifically for the, the listeners of the Hip Hop Rejects at GameflyOffer.com forward slash the Hip Hop Rejects. Lay. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Yeah.
And welcome to episode 41 of the Hip Hop Rejects. This is your boy Royalty. And yo, it's your boy Young Fly in the Wrist. And together we are known as the Hip Hop Rejects. We are all hip hop podcasts. All we like to talk about on this podcast is things related to the hip hop culture, music, and you know, sometimes we get off subject and talk about other stuff, but you know, that's how we do it. What's up, y'all? And chilling. Same old, same old. Yeah, man, got that right. Oh, uh, shoot. Finally, and cool down this week. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm coming down with a cold. Yeah, that's the part that sucks about the weather change, though, man. Freaking, um, freaking, you know, body got to adjust to the climate change so you get sick. And But at the same time, you don't got to deal with high weather no more. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Man, shoot. Then I've been dealing with, I was in the, went to the doctor yesterday. Uh, for the most part, I'm pretty much got a clean bill of health as far as what I know so far. I did to get some blood work done. Uh, got some, got some steroids to numb out my pain because I got bad knees, of course, because I'm tall. So, yeah, well, I've been in a lot of pain lately because, of course, everybody know I'm a lupus patient. So, like, I've been – I'm out of pain medicine because I didn't built up a tolerance, uh, like, knocking out 10-milligram 10, 10 Percocets. Like, I had a 90 prescription and knocked them out in, like, three weeks. Damn. I'm taking, like, four a day. Golly. Yeah, man, so – you know, and so I don't have any more. So right now I'm just like dealing in pain and then I'm flat footed. So when you flat footed, you're going to have ankle and back problems. Plus with the rheumatoid arthritis from the lupus. So like my body is pretty much shot right now. I'm finna act just when I go back to the doctor, man, just, just give me the needle. I, I, I stick myself. I'm I'm finna walk around all day with a morphine drip. Shoot, man. Yeah, that sucks, man. Man, I didn't know um actually I was uh, I was on Instagram about a couple weeks ago. Um I didn't know um I didn't know Nick Cannon had lupus. Boy don't even uh see, he probably straight because he got enough money to Buy all the good drugs and stuff he needs. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that because uh, I think it was his birthday, and I think uh, it was Tony Braxton had wished him uh, like a happy birthday, you know. And she was, you know, she brought up the whole lupus thing. Of course, we all know, you know, Tony Braxton has lupus and stuff like that. So, right. So yeah, I was like, I got something I didn't know about. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But on a positive note, I want to shout out one of the Saint Lunatics. Big Murphy Lee for showing the hip hop rejects love on Instagram. Oh yeah, man! That, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. He told me that today. Yeah, he was he said he was yeah, following you, and I had saw him uh, like one of the posts we had put up. So yeah, man, that's that's like that's that's tough for me, yo. Like that's that's hitting the spot. Like even though Murphy ain't been out in a while or nothing, still though we caught his attention. 
Oh yeah, man. Man, shoot, he was always him and Nelly was always my favorite. You know, out of the same of the two, I think he was probably the favorite out of everybody, man. Uh, I always felt I always felt like shoot after Nelly, man, he was like he was he was like next in line for sure. Yeah, he was like the only one that dropped a solo album out of the Saint Lunatic. So, uh huh, yep, yeah, he's loving some my friend all the time. Um, all right, man, getting to the uh, to the meat of things on the Hip Hop Rejects podcast. First off, uh, we want to make sure you guys uh, check out our t shirt shop, Express Shirt, uh, Express Shirt website. Uh, you can be at uh, shop dot. Uh, Spreadshirt.com forward slash the hip hop rejects. We got a bunch of different t shirts uh, on our Spreadshirt store. Uh, make sure you drop by, pick up a couple t shirts. We got the official hip hop rejects logo t shirts. We got some shirts uh, with the Nerve Flow logo on it, uh, Reject Gaming. And we also got some other t shirts that has the, the hip hop rejects flavor to some uh, iconic hip hop. Artist logos on there as well, so make sure you guys check those out. Pick up one, tag us on it, man. Uh, hit us up on on the Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and uh, we'll shout you out on the show. Um, and then we also got, um, of course, like you know, from previous episode, you know, we've been going for a minute, you know, stuff like that. Um, but we do have another. We do have another. Way for you guys to support the podcast is through Amazon, and with this, in this way, uh, we have a specialized Amazon link through Amazon. You guys don't have to give us anything if you're just making a purchase through Amazon, which a lot of us do. A lot of us, you know, a lot of people use Amazon, very popular uh, online service that everybody likes to use. Uh, just drop by a SoundCloud page. There's a link on the right hand side that says Hip Hop Rejects Amazon link. You guys can click on that. This is our special link. So anything you guys purchase through our link, Amazon will kick us a little bit of some some back to help the podcast. That way you get what you want and you guys you guys help us out. So keep keep the show going, keep it rolling. All right, man. Um, we're gonna get into first off, we got the boy Jay-Z. Um Jay Z was nominated for the songwriter uh, was nominated this week for the songwriter Hall of Fame. So now, me being me, and the comments I always make about Jay Z, I love Jay Z. Don't get me wrong, love him as an artist. But um, yeah, songwriter Hall of Fame. <coughs> um, yeah. I mean, I know, I know he probably gets the any you know it's Jay. You know, I know he gets the credits on the albums, of course, that he wrote it. But you know. We still got that rumor that always looms around about, you know, him having a ghostwriter. And I still still believe that to this day. So And then for somebody that say they don't write their rhymes, they only freestyle them. Yeah, how how ironic is that that the person who doesn't who everybody claims doesn't write down his lyrics, he's nominated for songwriter hall of fame. Should be more on the lines of like he should be nominated for like the Freestyle Hall of Fame, something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but not songwriter though. Not songwriter. They say Jay don't write nothing down. So how you gonna how you songwriter if you don't write it down? Exactly. So uh, it ain't like we hating on Jay or nothing, man. We just saying though, you know. Yeah, it's like 
He's like an oxymoron. Exactly. Right? It's like, come on now. You know, <laughs> he said he don't write nothing down, but he's going to the songwriter Hall of Fame. And what what is his you know what is his plaque gonna say? Never wrote nothing down a day in his life. Well, what I'm saying, unless they going back to reasonable doubt, giving him that for writing it down in reasonable reasonable doubt. <laughs> Yeah, so man, that's that's it. Yeah, that's an oxymoron for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, keeping with the theme of things, uh, got Jay Z again. Boy, Jay Z uh, made a statement said he can't stand Kanye West, which I can understand why. And I figured it was gonna be, you know, it just gets to the point when you got, you know, if you got a friend that's like Kanye, it's gonna get to a point where you just like, it's like, man. I think this all stemmed because Kanye ran it on stage about Jay saying Jay didn't come to the house and stuff after uh, um, Kim got robbed and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what it is. That's part of what it stems from, man. But it's like, but still, it's like Kanye all, you know, okay, you know, we all want to root for Kanye to the extent of because we still have this hope and this dream of him being, you know, the college lyrical, dropout, Kate. The, the college drop. Yeah, we we still daydream and fathom about the the college dropout Kanye West still being somewhere locked in there with the crazy maniac that we n- now know uh, as as uh, Jesus. So, um, but no, nah, man. Like it's just I think this is one of those things where it's just like your friend and finally just like got to the point he just like he tired of you. He tired of you making the same because they I mean, come on man, we know you know the boy Jay is, you know, low key and stuff like that. He ain't, you know, he ain't never trying to make a scene uh about anything. So for to have that friend that's always as loud and obnoxious, just, you know, you get to the point just like I almost want to hit the move where you put your hand over the top of your top of your head like you like you ain't with him. Well, I'm also looking at this as this could be something of a promotion like Lemonade was had everybody thinking that Beyonce was finna lead Jay or something. But um, I mean, Watch the Throne Two could be ready, getting ready to drop. Well, speaking of Watch the Throne Two, um, keeping with the theme of things with Kanye and Jay Z, uh, Kanye was also venting on social media saying. Um, He's still he's upset because of the whole Apple and Tyler beef. Uh, he's still on that still on that deal with that with the two streaming streaming services. Um, still beefing over artists and uh, exclusivity um, in relation to locking down certain artists and things as far in relation to content. And so you know Kanye was upset and venting about you know the whole beef with that, and he's like, "They ain't gonna be no Watch the Throne too." You know they can't squash this beef. Because I know Kanye is probably looking at a big picture. Yeah, I'm signed to my boy streaming service, and but yeah, there's only a certain limited amount of people who sign up to this service. Versus when you know Watch the Throne comes out, we got this issue with Apple Music. Jay probably ain't gonna want to put Watch the Throne on Apple Music, which is locking him out of a ton, a ton of you know listeners and fans who are Apple loyalists to the Apple music service. So he's looking at, he's looking at this more of on a big, on a big picture level more than anything. Finally. 
Um, yeah. They're starting to finally, at least he's starting to finally see how stupid this whole thing is with this, you know, locking artists in its exclusive deals and all this type of stuff. <clears throat> well, I, I feel like what they, what Jay was trying to do, it sounded reasonable at first. You know, trying to give the uh, cut out the middleman and pay the artist more money. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We said, and you know, yeah, we touched on that like several times with you know with them trying to do that. Yeah, that part. I'm really thinking like they all need to get at the table. All the streaming services need to get at the table and work something out. Whereas. The artist that's exclusively signed the title, they release it out on title first, and probably a week later they release it out on all platforms and vice versa. Yeah, something like that. They need to have it needs to be like a and I know it's a timed exclusive, but they don't like they don't really they don't really voice it and communicate it to the to the fans because it's like, okay, and you know, from a coming from a fan standpoint, okay. If let's say, for example, Ti, I ain't know Ti had dropped the EP. Um, I think it's called Us, uh-huh. and I know he's on title. So therefore, I'm probably not gonna be able to find this nowhere else. Only on title, more likely. So from a fan standpoint, oh yeah, when I hear about something, I'm gonna be hyped up about it. I want to get it and listen to it now. But if I got to deal with, you know, it ain't going to be available to this date on this circuit, this is the service I have, and I don't want to go to title and all this other stuff, man, I'm going to forget about it. I'm just like, oh, uh, whatever. I'll, you know, either that or I'm going to try to go get it by, through some other means. So, yeah, um, it's true. So it's like, it's just, it's just like, man, just be done with it. Let's come up with some type of committee or council. Um, that can negotiate these deals or we can go to the same people who um, go through ASCAP and BMI, the same people who fight for the rights for music for artists and let them let them deal with it, let them control it, let them, you know, structure structure the deals and stuff like that. I mean, that's, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with exclusivity because everybody does it with any type of product or service or anything like that. It's just like with Cell phones, shoot, that's like the whole thing with the video game industry right now, shoot, you know, bringing up like certain things like Call of Duty and like uh, with PlayStation having it for PlayStation having, you know, like the downloadable content for a whole month before or they get it early on PS4 versus Xbox. And so like now it kills me in the gaming community how everybody now is like, oh, it's such a bad thing now. Um, that they that PlayStation is doing it now, but come on now, they were like almost like seven, six or seven years when Xbox 360 were out, they were doing it to PlayStation all the time, and nobody said nothing. Exactly, because so, Killer Instincts only dropped on Xbox, right? And so, like nobody, and the thing that I don't get, like everybody wants to be like, oh, this is so bad. Same thing, another thing, same thing with Destiny, for example. They have a whole year exclusive on certain uh, gear and content through the game. So a lot of people now, everybody wants to be like, oh, this is, you know, everybody wants to, oh, this is such a bad thing now. But I'm like, 
Did y'all not forget that Xbox 360 did this crap to PlayStation for a very long time and nobody said anything? But it's now that getting it first, <laughs> yeah, that's because they was getting this. That's because they were getting it. It was like, oh, this is hurting. You know, this is they need to stop doing this to the game. It's like, oh, it's only now because PlayStation is kicking Xbox's ass when it comes to sales that everybody wants to say something about it now. It's like exactly. It's like okay, from a if you look at this from a business standpoint, if I got a console that sold over, I think last time I heard the numbers for PS4, there are like over 30 something, 30, 40 something million consoles sold, and you got Xbox One with only 20 million from a business standpoint. Who you think I'm going to be giving my, my attention to and time to to get my content on? PlayStation. Exactly. Because that's 20 million more people that you ain't got versus what they got. So, you know. Would you like? But to roll it back into the whole title situation, I mean, that's and that's the same thing that Kanye West is thinking about Watch Strong too. He's thinking more on the lines of he know a lot of people, you know, a good majority of the market has iPhones, has iTunes, Apple Music is on Android phones now as well. So they, you know, that's a lot of people they can end up touching. So which by the which by the way, uh, shoot. I mean, I know Apple Music has been on Android for quite some time, but still, a smart move by Apple. They finally are starting to loosen up the reins a little bit on some of their some of their services. Oh yeah, I I, I just pulled up those numbers also, and every quarter for 2016, PlayStation has murdered. Yeah. Damn. Xbox and we. Oh yeah, well that's not even a conversation. But we'll talk about Nintendo later on. My nerve and nerve yeah. flow. So, but yeah, man, that's not. Yeah, that's, they're not even in. The, they're not even in the conversation, man. Uh, all right, we got. Um, let's move on from the Kanye West and Jay Z stuff. Uh, we got the boy Donald Glover uh, being casted as Lando. Carizian. Carizian in the upcoming Star Wars movie is going to be a prequel. Uh, that they're working on. And so for those who don't know who that is, as not Star Wars fans. Um, that is the, that is the, um, the character that this. I, yeah, go ahead and take it. I, you Star Wars fan. You, you, this is Star Wars a black guy me. that this is who Billy D Williams played. And, uh, and two of the original Star Wars movies, Lando Calrissian. He was the, the leader of the, in the city of the clouds where he betrayed Han Solo to Vader because Vader was going to take over his city or whatnot. But he ended up flip-flopping on Vader to help Han Solo. So, you know, but um, Lando and Han Solo were friends or whatnot. And so Donald Glover would be playing Lando Kyrizian in the prequel called The Han Solo Story. So, um, I mean, old childish Gambino doing his thing on Atlanta and you know, he, he, he really making moves in the acting community. Yeah, and he's always been making he's always been making major moves. He's just he's one of those people that like, you know, we always have those you know, you got athletes, you got basketball players that try to become rappers that never really ever cross over very well and they just, you know, the album that they do music that they come out with falls on deaf ears and then they just go back and go back and do what they do with the regular nine to five years, but not Donald Glover. He, he has been able to, he is a dope, like 
crazy lyricist, man. And you don't, we don't, I don't really throw the word lyricist around very often when it comes to a lot of people because I'm a stickler for lyric for lyricism. Um, but Chavez Gambino is is a great, great, great rapper, and he's a phenomenal actor. Um, producer. Producer, yeah. Um, I didn't even had a chance to watch the. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch ATL yet, but I got it on my. Got the episode saved on my DVR. I'm gonna watch them on demand, so I can uh, watch it. But I heard I've heard very good things about it. So, uh, but good for him though, man. Um. Yeah, man. Also, and then he also has a. Um, I also did hear like about a week ago he had a, he had a baby on the way too by his girlfriend. So you know he got a lot of things popping off and become a daddy and then to be in a Star Wars movie. Um, I wonder are they gonna try to lock him in? I think he's and he's also still rumored to be in Spider Man Homecoming in some way. Hmm. From what I'm from what I'm hearing, and everybody a lot of people still like poking like Miles Morales, Miles Morales, so. And we'll see. We'll see what Marvel's coming up with as far as for him, because they still haven't announced. They still haven't announced his role, what he what he's going to be in the movie. So we already know. Um, uh, who is it? Um, what's the actor's name that played Birdman? Um, he's playing Vulture. Uh, I can't think. Oh, of he's one. talking about. Uh... Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say back I was really finna call the man Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Michael yeah, Michael Keaton is playing Vulture, so we know we already locked down one of the villains for that, so but but all right. Um also got um Tupac. Tupac, uh they just announced uh, he just got nominated to be uh got a nod to be uh be put into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Took a long time, but you know. It, it's like, not, who's gonna accept it for him? His mother's dead. Exactly. It's you like, know. um, does he have any? Did he have any children by um, Quincy? Did he have a baby by Quincy's daughter at all? I have no idea. I trust the other part. I, I've always wondered. It's, yeah, and see, that's the sad part, man. You know, his mom passed earlier this year, and. If they would have done it before, then it would have been perfect time for, you know, so shoot, I wonder what shoot. Oh, okay. Tupac does have a kid. His name is John Michaels. He was named after the famous after the famous artist. Everyone who is anyone have all been to war to sign him. Oh, they've been trying to sign him. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Who's the baby mother? I have no idea. Because that's the only person I know he was messing with before he passed, before he, you know, got killed or whatever was Quincy's daughter. Um, I can't think of her name, but, um, but yeah, that's the only person I know he was really, you know, really fooling with a, a whole lot. Just her. So it might be sure it might be by her. Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, there we are. What's up? Oh, okay, and then he's he do favor him. Hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at him right now, but uh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, so we'll be. It'll be. 
hopefully that'll they'll publicize that and you know let us know who accepts the award for. Because I really want to know who they're gonna have accept the award for. Accept the award for Tupac. That's gonna be uh, it's gonna be kind of a weird one there. Um, but all right, uh, we got um, got the boy Eminem. Eminem says he's working on a new album. So I just hope that it is somewhere in the realm of the first albums, this one, because Marshall Mathers 2, I don't care what anybody says, that was not it. It was nowhere in the same mindset. And I know it's not going to be the same mindset because he's off drugs now. But still, man, you still can, like, can you, is there another way you can pull that, you know, Marshall Mathers out of you to, Really you know, want to hear Slim Shady. We, yeah. we really don't want Marshall. Well, we, we can, want Slim. Yeah, we can hear, I mean, Slim is more of the, you know, the comedic, Slim, you know. That's what I'm saying. Like, we haven't heard Slim in a long time. Yeah, I just hope they don't call it Slim Shady too, and then it ends up being like the polar opposite of what just like it'll be just like Marshall Mathers, where Marshall Mathers two was nothing like the first one. So, um, was Marshall Mathers two the one with Rap God on it? Yeah, that's the only good song on the album. Yeah, in my in my in my opinion, I couldn't like like Eminem albums beforehand. People can say what they want to say about you know like. Uh, about recovery and stuff like that. Recovery was okay. It, it was better. It's better than Marshmallows 2 to me. Sorry. Some people don't feel the same way, but I feel that way. Um, but yeah, man, I just, you know, I'm so used to like not skipping through songs on Eminem album, but that album, I was like, nope, don't like that. Don't like that. Don't like that. And just, so, and she, I think somebody had to tell me about Rap God because I was just not giving nothing a chance afterwards. That was the first song I heard off that CD, actually. Yeah. I think, didn't, well, yeah, I think Rap God did have a single and a video for it, too. Yeah, um, but I, I had a video for it. Yeah, yeah, so. <clears throat> but yeah, no, nah, man, I just wasn't, just wasn't feeling it. Just wasn't feeling it too much, though. Um, oh, yeah, oh, uh, young, man, so I got a chance to catch a, uh, what's the show you told me to watch? Uh, Growing Up Hip Hop? Yeah. Got a chance to check that out. Like it, like it, like it, like it. Um, for those who don't know what Growing Up Hip Hop comes on WeTV, it has Angela Simmons, Romeo, which is Master P's son. Angela Simmons is the daughter of Rev Ron from Run DMC. You got Dame Dash's son. You got, um, can't think of what, the daughter of one of the DeBarge brothers. It's not Chico. It's the other one. I think it's the one. It's the one that used to be James. Yeah, James. James DeBarge, who um, has a quote unquote that people still think he has a secret baby with Janet Jackson. Um, who else is on there, man? Um, who else got us? Who else got a kid on there? I think that's it. I, I won't say. I won't say that's it. I mean, oh, for real, brothers on there. Um, not for real. Uh, Swiss Beats, his brothers on oh, yeah. there. Oh, is on there as well. Uh, but, 
just a plethora of their, of their friends that's in and out that's children to other artists or related to other artists in some in some shape, form, or fashion. Yeah. But those people we name are the main stars of this show. Yeah. No, man, I, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, gotta say, man, it's like the hip-hop shows that are outside of that are outside of the VH1, the Viacom stuff, and like, you know, like Love and Hip Hop or anything that that um that's produced in VH1 that's trying to be a reality show about hip hop other than, you know, T.I. and his family show. I ain't gonna never had no problem with that show. But like Love and Hip Hop, anything like the Sisterhood of Hip Hop, which is T.I. show that's on We as well, and Growing Up Hip Hop, those like those shows are like so true to hip hop than anything that's out right now. And I really like I really like I really like those shows. And even though, you know Oh, Jam Master J son on there. Okay, okay. So Jam Master J Son, okay. So Jam Master J Son is on there. But yeah, man, those shows are like like those I don't know, it's just it's something well, first off, okay, growing up hip hop, the kids are actually, you know, the the children of actual hip hop stars. Legends, icons, how, whatever category their parents may fall in, versus with love and hip hop, it's you know you got one or two actual B, stars. Yeah, B names, A names mixed in there, but then you got a bunch of wannabes that nobody's ever heard of that primarily convolutes the entire show. Um, because it's, it's like it's just I don't know, man. It's don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I look, I watch like I, I mean I, I like watching Love Me Pop. It's cool or whatever. It's a form of entertainment. I watch it, but from a standpoint, if I had to choose between the two and they're both on at the same time, I'm probably choosing choosing growing up, uh, growing up hip hop and sisterhood hip hop over Love Me Hip Hop. I mean, well, I don't have VH1, so it ain't like I can watch Love Me Hip Hop, but. I had kind of fell off of it anyway because it was like they was just trying to do too much, you know. Um, like the the one with Jim Jones, them it kind of threw me off. And then in Loving Hip Hop Atlanta, they brought Benzino, and then Loving Hip Hop LA Hollywood, whatever it's called, they actually put Soldier Boy in there. Like Soldier Boy, almost a C list hip hop artist now. What about D list, man? D list. I gave him too much credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too, much, too, too, too much credit, man. Too much credit. Oh, um, you would think that Ray J would be tired of being on anything reality. <laughs> you got that right. But, try but I guess they got bills to pay when they music ain't hitting on nothing. Yeah, you gotta gotta get that check, man. You gotta get that check uh, by any means. Um, do a hip hop show and follow my boy around. Follow some real cats around. Follow Fab around. Follow Jeezy around. Man, you know, follow, you know we need. You know, when, you say, when you say follow people around, man, you know, you know what the, you know what we need to bring back. We, I know we continue to say this, and maybe one day MTV will listen to the Hip Hop Rejects and, and hear this episode. Man, I need to bring back um, Diary. There's a lot. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of new artists now, man. That that can, that can we can that can be followed around, man, and. You know, go through that day and all that type of stuff, man. Shoot, and don't even shoot. Let's change. Let's change it up a little bit. Let's not even do a 
a diary where it's more on the lines of just one day in their life. Man, let's do like a whole, let's do like, you know, like a whole, let's say, for example, like a whole season dedicated to one artist or something like that. But you know what, though? With the way social media is, we already got that that look into the artist's life. You know what I'm saying? Because Tip posts like every day, Fabulous posts every day. Um, like I follow Shanti on Twitter and Snapchat. Like a Shunt, like as far as an artist, yo, she she really lets you in with her social media. Like she does everything. Every, I'm talking about her shows. Every, like you don't even have to go to a Shanti concert because she putting the whole thing on Snapchat. <laughs> don't make a comment, but I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> I'm just saying, dog. You know, nah, nah, man. I was gonna take. A, I was gonna take a dig at. I'm believe it alone, though. I was gonna be like, well, of course you putting it up for free because ain't nobody trying to look for her. Just saying, actually, man. her shows be packed out like stadiums. Man. Her and ja Rule on tour right now, man, and they've been selling out. It's like, man, they can't get back to can't get back together on nothing. I mean, yeah, I would, man, I would like to see the whole, um, like, Def Jam crew get back together. I saw, like, a – actually, I saw, like, a picture of, like uh, – I don't know if it was on Instagram or where I saw I think it was on Instagram. Um, I think it was, like, a picture of, Jay, of Ja Rule and DMX. I'm like, oh, man. When I saw that picture, I was like, I wonder what this finna turn out to be. Yo, I saw an interview yesterday – that was it was it was a legendary interview. It was on the Breakfast Club, and it the interview occurred yesterday. So you know I get the daily updates on the Breakfast Club. Smokey Robinson was on there, and Smokey Robinson was like naming artists. Like you wouldn't even think Smokey would know these artists. You know artists that he liked. Mm-hmm. You know, say he liked Nelly. He liked Fifty. He liked T.I. You know, he liked these cats. And he said he willing to do a song with these cats. Could you imagine how how big that song would be? How many thresholds that would cross? If Because he said he actually told Nelly that um, as soon as he write the song, as soon as he's ready to do the song, let him know. Whenever you get ready to drop your next album and when you're ready to do the song, let me know. He said he recently just did a song with Pharrell. Yeah, I can see that being. I can see him doing something for real. So, like, you know, just imagine Smokey Robinson doing a song with Nelly. Nelly gonna Nelly might skyrocket out just that one song again. <laughs> yeah, man. But you know, it's a lot of people don't don't get that. understand now. Like, who's Smokey Robinson? I know they were saying on the. But I think I was like. I wish I would hear anybody say that. Man, you'd be surprised, man. They ain't no true, no true diehard music heads, or they into this, you know, to the, the to today's the rapper. Then they, you know, they ain't gonna give a, they ain't gonna too much know who know who that is. I've been not ever in my lifetime. I don't care how old I am. Hear nobody ask who is Smokey Robinson. That's almost as bad as asking who is Michael Jackson, who is Prince. Hey, man, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Who are the Temptations? You'd be surprised. Man, my hand, I'm, I, I swear. Go, go, go find a young head on the street. Just ask a random young young head that's under 20. 
Ask them. Either if they do know, they have a parent that listens to it still to this day. Only reason they know. Man, I just might go to jail for slapping people. <laughs> All right, man. We're gonna we're gonna take a break real quick. Hit y'all with a couple of, you know, a couple of advertisements and stuff like that. Uh, don't have an indie spotlight this week, but on last week, I did forget to mention who our indie spotlight was. Last week, episode 40, it was Big Steve. Um, artists we actually currently working with to, um, we're going to be doing an interview with very soon uh, in the near future on the episode uh, that we'll be talking to. Um but yeah, for all the independent artists, for those who don't know, and you know, first time listeners to Hip Hop Rejects, Hip Hop Rejects, we may talk about a lot of the major, major artists in the game, but we are all about the independent artists and trying to support independent artists that want to come up and try to spotlight, spotlight you guys um, and get your music heard and out there, kind of leverage, you know, people who listen to us um, and just try to leverage, leverage that to, you know, help out artists that are, that are trying to, just trying to get their content out there. So, uh, Indie Spotlight, you guys can go through, um, you guys actually go to musiccloud.com. We actually have a partnership with them. You can submit through there, or you can just hit us up directly, which a lot of you guys do. Um, believe me, the ones who send music to us, I see you. It's just taking time to get through, uh, get through some of the music to to listen to see what you know what's going to make it onto the make it onto the show. Uh, but yeah, make sure you guys email that to the hip hop rejects at gmail dot com. Um, you guys can also I know a lot of artists have SoundCloud. We, of course, if you listen to us since day one, you know we're all on SoundCloud. So you guys can just link us up up there through Messenger, and I'll get it and I'll, I'll take a listen to it because uh, I have all that crap connected to my phone. So. Uh, I get it all the time. So, uh, but yeah, uh, in the spotlight, make sure you guys send in all your submissions and um, we'll be right back. Yo, it's your boy, Young Fly Than the Rest. And for you, the listeners of the Hip Hop Rejects podcast, Gamefly is offering a pre premium free 30 day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend this 30 day free trial at gamefly.com. To get your free trial today, go to GameFly.com forward slash The Hip Hop Rejects. Again, that's GameFlyOffer.com forward slash The Hip Hop Rejects for your free 30-day trial. Check it out. All right, and we're back. Episode 41, finna get into some nerve flow, people. Uh, for you guys that don't know what this is, uh, nerve flow is basically um, just me and Young talking about, you know, other things we like that's on the side of hip hop, um, kind of more on the side of you know video games, comic book stuff, um, movies, just some other things that we like. We want to get into that we wanted to kind of make what make this podcast about. We're still hip hop at heart, which of course why it's called you know it's which is a nerd now in the sense reason why it's called nerd flow, the flow part hip hop. Get it? Wordplay. Come on now, people. Um, but yeah, man. Um, before we get into Nerdflow, though, I want to. Um, we're getting ready to on November fifth. Um, Hip Hop Rejects, the Reject Gaming uh, channel that we have on YouTube and Twitch. Um, we're going to be doing a charity event on November fifth uh, for Extra Life. Uh, all the proceeds from that from that charity event on November fifth be going toward um, all the children hospital. Uh, we are. Um, I know we are representing uh, Texas Children's Hospital. 
uh, and my two other streamers are representing some other children hospital. Uh, one of uh, one of the streamers gonna be representing a what is it called? Uh, children's Healthcare of Atlanta, and then I have another another friend of mine is representing uh, Children's Hospital out of Mississippi as well. Um, so all those proceeds from the stream we'll be doing on November fifth, we'll be streaming a bunch of different uh, video games from you know like Battlefield One, Destiny, uh, some Call of Duty, WWE Two K Fifteen, NBA Two K. So we have a good mix of different things. It's our stream team, the Reject Gaming stream team. So we'll be streaming a bunch of different content. Just bounce from whatever page you want to. All that information will be up on our um, Facebook page. So, you know, pick whoever you want to stream. stream to. Or you just go to the Reject Gaming page, and um, there'll be different streams popping up in and out on there throughout the day. So just make sure you guys check that out. All right, man. Getting into some... Nerd flow, man. Uh, first off, we got the Nintendo Switch. So this week, Nintendo dropped a Nintendo dropped a trailer for what was called rumored for a very long time. What was called Nintendo NX, which is now known as Nintendo Switch. No, Twitch. Uh, yeah, Switch. I don't want to say Twitch. Um, and so everybody's been talking about it, trying to you know just really. You know, everybody's giving their thoughts on it, you know, from what they see so far. Basically, it's a home console that's made to be made on the go from the trailer that that it showed. Um, My only concern is this with Nintendo, man. It's like um, one thing I did notice, though, they didn't really focus too much on in the trailer as far as like when they present like the what is it like the, the lifestyle of of who's the, they're trying to target. It looks like they're not trying to target the family and the children anymore with this console. Because we all know, if you looked at the, you look at the advertisement from previous for like the Wii U and the Wii, it was always talking about family. You know, it was always, the trailers always targeted family and it was family oriented. So, what's your thoughts on that, man? Well, I, I from what I'm saying, it's, really trying to target people on the go. I like the concept that it's uh you can take the the joysticks off the side that is wireless that you can Bluetooth, you know, up to four people could well like if you basically it got a lot of features that I like that I saw it connects to your TV. You can take it on the go. You play movies. Everything on it. The re- it it comes with two remotes that they sit on the side, but you can make one use one remote for one person, another one for another person, or you could just use both remotes for yourself. Um, I mean, what I'm more excited about is is this new Zelda game going to be on it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're gonna put Zelda on. My only con- this is my main concern. Always my main concern with every single system. This is why. And love it or not, if you're a Nintendo fan or not, let's just call it what it is. This is the reason why Nintendo continues to lose every single console war, or it's always, in more of a sense, an afterthought with any console war for the past two generations is because of graphics. Yeah, that too. That is the main reason why they are 
not really even mentioned for the most part. It's always come down to graphics. They're not, you know, you know, really forcing HDMI on the Wii and all this other stuff. That's part of the problem. It's like you guys have to get Zelda, Mario, whoever, whatever, any of the franchise games or any game for that matter needs to be up to the standards of PS4 and Xbox One quality. That's the only way you're going to compete. People can say all day all they want to that, oh, graphics don't matter. We have these independent, we have the indie games that are on Xbox One and PS4 that are not really pushing, you know, not really pushing the greatest graphics and they're kind of piggybacking off to the 32-bit and, you know, the 12-bit side-scrolling games. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, everybody, the top AAA games that everybody's always buying and anticipating every holiday are the ones with the best graphics. Your Call of Duties, your your Battlefields, your Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs, all this type of stuff. That type of thing has to be on the Nintendo Switch, but also at the same time, I really want to see... I don't know. Yeah, did you ever see when they first put out some screenshots for a Zelda game from the Wii U that never came to be? It was like some really nice-looking screenshots that, that had people just like literally slobbering. I know I was slobbering at the mouth. That's the game that's going to come out now. And from the looks of it from that, if that's anywhere like a, a pre-alpha to that game, that looks absolutely nothing like what those screenshots were. Now, I know screenshots are not always going to be true depiction, and there's always a little hitting at the bottom that this is not, you know, that if it's not in game or whatever, but still, but still is the, still the thing is, man, they have to really, they really have to push the graphics. They really got to get their eShop up to where it's up to the standards of these online stores, like, you know, Xbox live and PSN. That's another thing they got to really focus on. Um, and it's really just bring, really they've already shown in the in the trailer that they have you know some big you know third party developers that are finally backing them now because nobody was really backing the Wii U so they really they you know they they show like Skyrim uh, so that they have Bethesda in there they got I mean they show uh, NBA 2K and stuff like that so it shows that they got some of these guys on board with this new system. So I just hope that the I just hope that the graphics up the graphics up the part I'll pick up one. I'm a stickler for graphics when it comes to that's the first thing I look at, and then I'm on then then I'm a feature person based on what I think I'm gonna use it for. But if I recall, if I'm not wrong, didn't they say that the Wii U was gonna be the last Nintendo system? Did they? I don't know. No, I don't know if they said that. Uh, or maybe, well, or maybe they changed, and maybe they changed it up because it did so bad, and they didn't want to leave that lasting mark. I don't know, or you know, or, you know, or, or what some people say, where it's like, you know, this is kind of where we are right now with some video games. Like you got the Scorpio, which is codenamed. It's the it's supposed to be the next generation Xbox or whatever that's going to be, you know, the end all be all for consoles. And of course, you have the. The PlayStation, PlayStation, PlayStation Pro. Yeah, you have the, the PlayStation Pro. Um, but that's really just more on the lines of for, you know, like the the high-end players that have 4K TVs and stuff like that. That's kind of, it's, it's more of a niche market than anything. It's not really something that's 
it's kind of not something that's like, oh, it's going to be of the standards of like killing PCs and you just add on stuff to it. And this is the only console you have forever. So I don't know if that's what Nintendo was trying to get there with the Wii U and that's what they were trying to, trying to get to, but yeah, they didn't, yeah, they didn't, it, it didn't do very well. I tell you that much. But we'll see, man. I hope that, uh, I just hope they come with it. I just hope they come with the graphics. If they come with the graphics, come E3 next year with the Nintendo Switch and they actually do it. Another thing with Nintendo, they can't do that rinky-dink tail video that, um, I think, what they call it? They call it Nintendo Direct, I think that's what they call it. Where they do like this little video and they do that because they don't want to be like everybody else doing these stage. But man, that's what get everybody hyped at E3. They got to do that. They have to. They can't. They, they they try to Nintendo always tries to snub the stuff that it's almost like they try to snub the stuff that the cool kids are doing to make themselves seem like oh we don't have to do that we're better because we're Nintendo like no 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 you have to do that type of stuff that's only what people going at this point nobody really takes you seriously so but but you know what I think Nintendo is going to be making a push because this year at the Olympics. They showed the video, you know, pretty much because the, the, well, um, the next Olympics going to be in Japan. Mm-hmm. So, um, and they, they're using Mario to promote the Olympics in Japan because they're already building the Olympic Stadium and Village over there now. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I really think they're going to try to make a push and try to use the Switch to help promote the um, Olympics and everything also. Yeah, that'd be a good piggyback promo. Um, they have what? They have four years to get it right <laughs> and then get into there and really and really promote it up and stuff like that. But um, And guys, here's something I've learned over the years with the dual gaming system. Never buy the first generation. I always buy the first generation. I only had that problem. Man. I only had that problem when PS3 and Xbox Xbox 360 came out because they both had some severe issues with the first day one consoles as far as with Red Ring of Death for 360 and fan issue with the PS3. I always wait till the the after because they usually drop that Christmas. Wait till the next set of consoles come out that summer after Christmas. Because those are pretty much the people that buy for Christmas. They pretty much the test subjects. Yeah, I mean, you can. I mean, you get you get the first stuff off the assembly line. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Because I know I was working with I was working with Sony at the time when the PS4 launched, and yeah, we had you know there was some bad batches out of there. Um, luckily, I have one that's from that same batch of first first round of PS4s that came in and I've been lucky enough and blessed enough to not have any problems with it. So, uh, I just updated my hard drive on my PS4. I need to do that, man. I like, that's like one of my things I really need to do. That's <laughs> like three terabytes, baby. That, three terabytes. That's what I, that, that's on my book. See my, my Xbox one is one terabyte. So I'm fine with that right now. And plus I'll just be swapping in and out of, you know, stuff that, that I don't play hardly as much versus stuff that I primarily play. But yeah, I mean, no, I need to do that. Yeah, I need for sure. It seems like every year the games are getting bigger and bigger. They're taking up more more space. So I just finally broke down and said, yo, I'm going ahead and put a three terabyte hard drive in here. But if 
But I had a hard drive that big on my PS4, man. I can load with my entire digital library on that on that sucker and not have to reload anything. Right. But if I mess around and when Final Fantasy, I plan on getting Final Fantasy 15. That's why that's that's one of the main reasons why I went on and put three terabytes in there. But if they go ahead and drop Final Fantasy 7, I'm I'm already I'm already thinking that Final Fantasy. 15 is going to be almost 300 gigabytes. So if they drop Final Fantasy 7 for PlayStation 4, I'm pretty sure it's going to be bigger than Final Fantasy 15 because to this day, in my opinion, Final Fantasy 7 is still the biggest Final Fantasy they ever made. We'll see how they uh, how they do that. Uh, it's probably going to be... I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be that large, I probably predict because I mean, I think the biggest game I've probably seen as far as on store side, I think it's Halo Five. Halo Five on the Xbox Three Sixty takes up about, I think it's like seventy or eighty gigs of space on an Xbox One. That's like freaking. That's I think that's like the biggest game. I mean, most games on PS Four range range around about the thirty, like the twenty five to thirty forty range on storage space is what it with what it takes up. So. But all right, man. Oh, I, you know what oh. I just downloaded from PlayStation Plus? What? I just downloaded Resident Evil, the first one. And, oh, for real? Yeah, and I swear to God, y'all. I instantly deleted that game. Why? Because you just couldn't do it because of the graphics from then to now? Yes. <laughs> I, I, know what you, I know how you feel. I know exactly. They're waiting for a door to open instead of just running straight through the door. And yeah, I, I said, Jesus, I can't do this. My, you, I can't play nothing from PlayStation. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that thing. It's like if it's not like it gets to the point now. It's like if it's not remastered to be made better or perform better. It's like and and there's some people that will you know. There's some PS1 games and PS2 games on the on the PlayStation Store you can play on PS4, but it's just like it's like you your mind your brain just functions different now because you're so used but, to you're so used to what's better. But you know what though? But it don't work the same for me. Like when I use emulators, when I go play my Super Nintendo emulator or my Sega emulator, uh-huh. or um, not even my N64 emulator, like. Those games don't bother me, but sitting up there playing that Resident Evil, the first Resident Evil on my PlayStation 4, just really bothered me because it, it just, it was the, 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 and see those old games like that, they didn't have loading screens and nothing like that. You know, you just went straight through the game. Yeah, and then leveling it and then it did all the loading or whatever, processing it, you know, going into the yeah. next, next level or whatever. Yeah, and for Resident Evil on the PlayStation 4 still loads at the same speed it loads on PlayStation 1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably just yeah, it's old, old tech, man. Old tech. Uh, all right, uh, let's get into... Uh, so Battlefield 1 came out this week. Um, haven't had a chance to put my hands on it. I actually missed the beta uh, for Battlefield yeah, 1. Too. But I've heard a lot of great things. I had a code. I should just give you my code, man. Um, but uh, yeah, Battlefield One came out this week. 
Um, been hearing great things. Uh, IGN gave it a shoot. I gotta go look now. I want to say it's like an eight or a nine. I want to say it was like a nine point two, which is heads and tails, um, leaps and bounds better than what they gave. Um, what they gave? What you call it? Infinite War. Huh? No, what they gave the Battlefield Four because they said we, we haven't had a, a real legit we haven't had a legit Battlefield since we ain't count we ain't count no we ain't had one since four we ain't counting Hardline man Hardline was like a timeout some some oh, weird or some weird thing I bought that game put it in one time played it once played the online once and it sat on my shelf until I traded it in um yeah they gave uh, Battlefield One a nine point nine out of ten. So, so heads and tails better, um, better than the buggy Battlefield Four that came over during the next during the uh, the emergence of the next gen consoles. Uh, Breath of Fresh Air for sure. I'd definitely be picking it up very very soon myself. Uh, I'd be streaming it as well when I do pick it up. Um, y'all, let's get into this Infinite Warfare beta, man. I got some. I picked it up. Disappointed. I'm okay. I was going. I was. I didn't actually before the show about your opinion. I just wanted to be, you know, more of a genuine thing. Me no, too. I'm disappointed because I haven't been able to play it. This oh, you haven't been. Able. Oh no, it's up now. It's up now. I had no issues. I couldn't even just, play Black Ops Three. Yeah, Black Ops Three servers are down. I tried to play that earlier. I don't know if because this is what I know as far as I know. Netflix, SoundCloud, um, a couple other services was attacked, had a DDoS uh, cyber attack, uh, I think, yesterday. I don't know if Activision was affected by it. I know Destiny hasn't been affected by it. I don't know. It could be a Call of Duty thing. I was like, man, y'all just took the Black Ops 3 servers offline just because y'all can make everybody else play Infinite Warfare. That's how I took it. Um but you said you haven't been able to get on. But I wasn't able to get on the first. I wasn't able to get on on the twenty first when the beta went live, which which was yesterday. I wasn't able to get on. But this morning it did like a little update. It updated what I had did through the actual patch that came through yesterday. It did that, and I got on to play a little bit. I don't like it. Um, I'm more on the fence of more than anything when it comes to Call of Duty anyway, because I feel like it's more of an arcadey type shooter, in my personal opinion. But my problem is I have a problem with now I have a problem because I play Destiny multiplayer, PvP and stuff like that. And the time to kill on Call of Duty, I don't know, just me, I feel time to kill on Call of Duty is just too fast. Um and then, but my problem with Infinite Warfare is primarily like I don't like the crosshairs with some with the weapons on there, and I feel like man, because I was getting, I'm pretty decent in Call of Duty. I was getting freaking slaughtered on the in this beta, and and that I mean that's that's the crosshair part was really my main reason because I could I felt like it was a couple kills I know like okay I should have had that. And due to the crosshairs and how some of the like some of the crosshairs, some and I was switching from class to class, just trying to see if I could find something that I can, you know, start getting, you know, start getting some kills with. I like it was nothing. Well, I um, when it comes to Call of Duties, I'm more of the tra- of a Treyarch fan, except for uh, Modern Warfare. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think Modern Warfare is done by Activision. Um, yeah, that both. Yeah, that well, that well, they're both Activision, but they just have like their separate company. You got Slayer Chairman, you got Infinity Ward, you got yeah, because um, Infinity Ward does does Infinite Warfare. But, yeah, um, like I hated Ghost. Yeah, Ghost is. So I think Ghost was. I think Ghost was done by Sledgehammer. I think. Yeah, yeah I think Sledgehammer is the red-headed stepchild of the Call of Duty family. Yeah, and they're the next in line. Their game is next year because it's three. It's three developer companies that do them. Yeah, and Treyarch <laughs> is the golden child of the the other family, and Treyarch does all the Black Ops. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm going to play when we get out the show. I'm going to try to see if the server going to let me in. I have no, you know, um, I have no, no, no. Really, you have really no opinion of it because you haven't played it. Yeah, because, like, the only thing I saw that I, that really interested me about the game is that you can go in and actually customize your own weapon. Yeah, that's what I said. The gun crafting was caught my, what caught my attention uh, when I saw the trailer for it on last week. But you know <laughs> that that's like it because like going into the multiplayer, I just was not. I know it's in the beta. I get it. I mean, I know they can rebalance weapons and things of that nature, and that could be a thing. But I'm just like with me with Call of Duty. A lot of times, I end up dropping money on it, and then I don't really even play it a whole whole lot. Like I got Black Ops Three just because I had got a special promotion code for spending X amount of money on PSN, and I got it. <clears throat> I got the Lux Edition for like forty dollars with the season pass attached to it as well. So I was like, that was a no brainer. I was like, oh, I get the game plus I get all the four uh, three DLC packs too for like forty something. I was like, I do that. So I don't remember when I did Black Ops Black Ops Three like that. So I typically don't. I typically don't even. If I purchase that DLC, I'll purchase it separately based on if I'm filling whatever maps they have coming out, and I'll just get that. So, yeah, that's I'm basically the same way. Like uh, when they dropped this last, no, it wasn't the last DLC. The DLC they dropped when um, they redid a lot of the boys from Black Ops Two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's I I love that because to, to this day, Black Ops Two is my favorite Call of Duty. They're redoing Black Ops Two, from what I heard. Um, I know they're supposed to be re-released. I know they re-released it on Xbox One backwards compatibility program, but I heard there's a possibility there may be a remastered uh, Black Ops Two coming real soon. I did hear that part. Uh, all right, uh, let's get into some two trailers real quick, and then we about to wrap wrap things up. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and the Logan trailer. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy looks like what it was from the first one, but just, you know, just more just more of the same. I'm still hoping for Nova to be somewhere in one of these movies so he can get a solo movie. God, I like Nova. I thought I could have swore I was going to get that like at the very end of the first Guardians of the Galaxy and he had a, had a, had a Nova Corpse movie, but ended up getting freaking um, what's the dog on Duck thing? Uh, uh, um, can't think of his name. He was really the first Marvel character to have a movie. Honestly, if you think about it, if you really think about it that way, um, I can't think of his name right now. Oh, and then we got uh, then we got Logan. 
Um, spoiler alert for those who may have not seen Days of Future Past. Uh, they say the Logan movie takes place years and years after uh, Days of Future Past. Yeah, and this is going to be the last time we see Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart in those roles. Unless Hugh Jackman pulls a Sony and gets put into the MCU, which I know he really wants that, and I hope that happens. And they'll just end up making Infinity Infinity War even better, and they can just snatch up and put Wolverine in it. Um, then we got a, what up? I was like, that would be great. <laughs> I know. If they would just like, if they would just be like, well, we're done with the Wolverine movies. We'll get a license back to Marvel. And Marvel like, oh, guess we finna do Hugh Jackman. So that'd be great if they did that. Uh, and then we got a, one last thing. Dragon Ball Super is coming to Crunchyroll, come to the Crunchyroll app next month, uh, with English, um, English subtitles, so for those who don't have the capabilities of Young to go see uh, Dragon Ball, the new Dragon Ball on from Japan when it first launches, you'll have the opportunity for those who have subscriptions to Crunchyroll or just fans of anime in general, you have a chance next month to start watching episodes from Dragon Ball Super. So, Look, if you want to see, if you don't mind uh, reading subtitles, Go to gogoanime.io. Every Monday, new episodes of Dragon Ball Super. Every Thursday, new episodes of uh, Naruto Shippuden. And soon coming is the Baruto series, which is Naruto's son. And um, any other anime you want that they drop in Japan. They even got old Street Fighter animes on there. So gogoanime.io. All right. All right, man. You ready to wrap it up? Um, you guys know, everybody, y'all know the drill. Uh, you guys pretty much catch us anywhere. You can probably find a list to a podcast of Hip Hop Rejects are there. I won't go down, run down the whole list. You know, if all if all else fails, just go to iTunes for the most part uh, and check us out on SoundCloud for any of the links. If you guys want to support us in any, any type of way or form, SoundCloud is the best place to visit to find any of those links uh where you guys want to donate to us pick up a t-shirt um check out the audible trial game fly lucre any of our uh advertiser partners that we that we mess with on this podcast you can do that um let's see what else um i want to say that's it uh make sure you guys uh like us on facebook uh you guys can hit us up on our Instagram page, I am royalty of the rejects is mine. Um, y'all fly then the rest is mine. Yep, hit us up on hit us up on IG, y'all. Uh, for anything that we got going on, is going down. Uh, make sure you guys again. Make sure you guys check us out on November fifth for the extra like charity event. Um, hit us up on YouTube uh, for any um, anything that we may come coming up with as well. Uh, working on. Got some, got some guests in the works right now. A couple of DJs that I'm working to get on the show to do some interviews for you guys. Um, so we got a lot of things. We got a lot of things in the works, man. So we'll be have we'll be 
we'll probably be very interview heavy going into the holiday season for the Hip Hop Reject. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube because a lot of those interviews as a whole will be hitting YouTube as well. And sometimes might not be on the show, might be on YouTube. So um, just make sure you guys continue to follow us, like us, share us with your friends and family. Uh, we love you guys. Um, Classic shit. And I think that's it, y'all. Yeah, man. Y'all be blessed, man. I'm going to jump on this COD. All right, man. And we are out. One. DJ Khaled A divine leader Shine brighter Bonita mommy meter Line sniffer Never poetic rhyme writer Cheaper Ebony empress getter Celebrity apprentice A devil show Big up to Africa Mexico Hennessy margarita Venison eater So dear spread them here Don't be acting innocent either Don't me relax me It's only to the nasty I'm just a phony assassin A lot of niggas owe me I'ma tax them A lot of sisters hold me To something holy and catholic Cause the rosary and gold flashing Just an attachment and accessory to my dress code now everywhere all i see is pablo esco last time i checked i was still breathing my neck was still freezing now everybody got an escobar season to every baby on the album cover existing this trend i was setting it came to fruition i'm assisting to push the culture forward to all my ghost supporters go supporters like a local black owned grocery store cause in the hood shit ain't passed down through blood it's a dub on that we get government aid spin it at they stores putting their kids to college we need balance so we can lease and own deeds in our project so i'm asking g's to go in their pockets the racial economic inequality let's try to solve it my signature fade with the bevel blade that's a major key i told her she's smart and loyal i like that that's a major key start a label run it sign yourself that's a major key what tony had on the table it's like us we a major key Still underestimated, every mistake a lesson, Mercury retrograde So if that planet's been backwards up in the heavens, maybe It's affecting backward niggas who don't be repping lately I'm playing chess with babies, niggas is nursery Niggas impersonating, rehearsing me, nothing like me I'm the first to meet and that's quite certainly so official Come get this issue, some women crazy, I like a woman to show me wisdom These hoes easily convinced to pop their pussy with a loaded pistol Y'all ain't meant to be played, says the brother with the signature fade Still pay stacking, new stashes with from hanging with shooters and clappers to computer hackers. Check the fashion in Monaco, getting ocean mist on my history hats. Cali called me while I was in album mode, so I put it on hold for the major key. My album done, niggas. Wait and see. Classic shit. Timeless. Forever. Iconic. My signature fade with a bevel blade. That's a major key. I told her she's smart and loyal. I like that. That's a major key. Start a label. Run it. Sign yourself. That's a major key. What Tony had on the table. It's like us. We a major key.